It's not getting in, getting in. Real's a new Dr. Phil. And we are back. And this is a real podcast. You know why? Because it's the Loft Party Podcast. I'm just saying. And opinions expressed on the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Potential Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. Welcome, everybody, out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey, I'm Fan Podcast Land. What's good? I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 106, The New World of Authenticity. First and foremost, I want to welcome our listeners in Germany. Uh, Thank you all for telling a friend and joining the party. Now, there was a time that in order to be famous, you had to be elusive. Now with social media, um, stars must be omnipresent, and we've moved into a place where authenticity is the key. Uh, Not only that, but... Your fans need to feel like they're your friends. Uh, How does this new world feel to you? How do you feel about social media and social media stars and even like stars and the way they use social media to uh, get their their voice out in in the platform? Uh, But before we uh, get started, let's introduce today's panel. Uh, And first, I have uh, our bartender extraordinaire here at the Pendergast Club, Ben Roberts. And I've got um, the creator of the Genuine Alchemist brand, Jordan Bradbury. So, um, small panel, which only means uh, that we're going to have a a tighter, uh, more concise conversation, I think. Uh, So, before we get into important things, let's get into important things. And the first thing is, of course, so, what are we drinking? And uh, with that, what are we drinking, Ben? It's hot out today, so I uh, particularly enjoy a Negroni on a really hot day. It's just really refreshing, a nice, bright, bitter finish with uh, equal parts, Rieger Gin, Sweet Vermouth, and Campari, an Italian bitter... Aperitif. It's delicious. Uh, it is delicious. And mo- what most people uh, don't know or get confused by when they see the coloring of a Negroni is they think that it's uh, a whiskey drink of some sort, but actually it is a gin cocktail and uh, very delicious, by the way. Agreed. Uh, and uh, with that, that takes us to so what are we smoking? And uh, today uh, we're smoking uh, number 22 on uh, Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2017, and that is the Hoya Black uh, Nocturno. Um, So uh, with a Mexican wrapper uh, and Nicaraguan binder and filler, 
this is actually it's kind of a surprise uh, kind of smoke for me. It's actually really inexpensive at around six bucks, but um, it's got some uh, black cherry and cocoa notes, um, uh, even a little uh, leather and uh, and oddly enough, uh, kind of nougat kind of finishes uh, when you when you're smoking it. It's actually uh, surprisingly complex. And really inexpensive. Uh, a good smoke, a good choice, especially, like I say, on a hot day like today. You want to sit back. You want to have your tasty drink. You want to have your good smoke that's not going to break the bank. Try one of these, uh, one of these Hoya Black Nocturnos, and you might be surprised uh, that you like it. And that moves us to uh, RIPs. Uh, and to tell you the truth, um, um, this week... I did not look super deep, but I did not see anything that I thought anybody out there in podcast land um, would know would know these people off top of their head. Um, so um, the, for the second week in a row, um, I suppose God bless, um, we do not have any RIPs for you. Um, but that does take us to uh, happy birthdays, and today uh, is, uh, if you are an SNL fan or uh, have been a fan of any of his work since SNL, Will Ferrell uh, turns 50 today. I am a fan of Will Ferrell. I'm not necessarily, like, in love with, like, all Will Ferrell's movies, but he's done some true classic stuff my favorite probably still being the Anchorman. Mm-hmm. The first one. Yeah, 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 the first Anchorman, yeah. And then uh, then the ballad of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yep. Also good. Uh, just, just funny as hell. So, uh, now that you know what we're drinking and what we're smoking, uh, God bless, we don't have any RIPs, and we have said some happy birthdays. Did you ever see the other guys? Yes, actually, I, 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 I like actually, I do like the other guys yeah. quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Uh, with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash loft party podcast you can find all of our links below and now back to our regularly scheduled program uh, and we are back and before we get too deep let's play a quick party game so today's party game question uh, what movie star or I'll even extend it to music star um, do you think would not get famous if they came out today. I'm not sure I can think of anybody in particular right now. Um, I, I would say that anybody who back then did something that could have easily been documented on video that was just repugnant yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that would... Yeah, that would, yeah. Yeah, I know, given the Me Too uh, movement, yeah. a whole lot of people <laughs> would get disqualified real quick. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure there's been plenty of movie stars who've said something backwards, racist, super misogynist. Oh, yeah. Um, anything like that that just... 
people didn't have their phones out. There were probably people who have said shit in public. Oh, yeah, but there was no way to record it. Before cell phones. Exactly. But I can't think of anybody who got super famous in the the manner in which they did. Mm -hmm. Um, And not be famous today. Can you? You know, I've actually been really toiling over this question Mm -hmm. because I know that there are a lot of actors and actresses and um, even, even, you know, musicians that have gotten really famous that probably wouldn't today. But, uh, but yeah, pinpointing it down to one, you know, I often think about, like, especially in music, uh, especially in music, especially in, in hip-hop, I often wonder if the, um, like, the veteran acts. Right. Like, would they have popped today? You know, you know would a, uh, you know... You know, would a would a public enemy or would a KRS one or would you know, would some of these acts would they have even gotten big because of how you have to move in order to get big today. Right. You know, I wonder would, you know, you know, would a Wu Tang have gotten big today? Yeah. I don't know. I mean I love Wu Tang. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. I love Wu Tang, but um would they? No, I don't think they would. Yeah, I'm just thinking um, the types of music you would have to make and the types of moves that you'd have to make with social media. and Like, I don't know if those groups... Because you know, what I find is a lot of older, uh, older recording artists and a lot of older actors, they relied on a system that... Like you got discovered, you got a record deal, or you got a, 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 a acting contract with a studio, and the the studio or the record label did all the promotion for you, and then you remained kind of uh, kind of elusive. Yeah, the, the content companies exactly. that, that existed at the time, whether it be uh, studios, exactly. Uh, movie studios, uh, television studios, um, record labels, yeah. uh, MTV producers, and radio, um, you know, yeah, like they are. Yeah, like, w- w- would... They were choosing what they would play. Exactly. Whereas... Whereas now, mm-hmm. you know, the internet being the, the great democratizer, uh, a lot of stuff makes it to to the radio because it was already so popular online. Yep. Which a lot of people don't like or don't believe that that's even true. But what happens is, you know, you get a song and you wind up with a million clicks, a record label's going, hey, that guy's popular, you mm-hmm. know, and you get, a, you get a deal, your song gets on the radio. You know, it makes me think about... Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, remember uh, Trinidad James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, it's like nobody in their right mind is gonna say Trinidad James was a 
dope rapper because he wasn't. Uh, now, I will say this. I actually did like the song that got big, you know, but, but there really wasn't anything else on that album worth listening to. And subsequently, Trinidad James doesn't have a record deal anymore because it wasn't anything, it wasn't anything else worth listening to being put out by him. But, you know, but, you know, since oddly enough, now we the, the the funny thing is the thing we wanted was for us to be the gatekeepers. Right. Now that we're the gatekeepers, everybody says that you know everything yeah. is trash. Yeah. You know. I will give an, an example of at least one great success story, in my opinion, that's come of this. Uh, Psy. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's an amazing performer, and I genuinely like whenever he comes out with a song, I'm like. I like that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to a lot of other stuff, not so, not not so great. So, not so great. Um, <laughs> it's... That's the Gung- Gungam style, dude. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, if you just go down that rabbit hole of his music videos, they're just fun. Like, very, very entertaining, in my opinion. Um... But yeah, it's otherwise content, I think, whenever you leave it to the masses. I mean, just like they did it before, really, only it's just gotten worse. Oh, yeah. Because they would, there would be the lowest common denominator music where it's just, you know, whatever's catchy, whatever sounds good, whatever is going to appeal to most people. Yeah, exactly. It's popular that's just been put out on steroids because now we can just vote on it even harder. Exactly. We're, exactly. we're actually You're, now they can actually see your votes. They're not yep. going. It feels like the streets like this record. Yeah. Like no, like they can see mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously by how many YouTube clicks or SoundCloud clicks or whatever you have. The streets yep. do like this record, and uh, it, it does not always pan out that those artists are any good. Yeah. But I always, but I also always like to look at the numbers for veteran acts Mm -hmm. because um, you know people tend to say oh if such and so and so and so whoever was out you know they'd be killing these young boys oftentimes Mm -hmm. they are out they do have projects out and nobody's clicking on them nobody's watching them nobody's listening to it and uh, so so that got me to wondering some of these acts would they even be famous if they came out today I think it's a crapshoot on that yeah <clears throat> what, what, what you think Joy Millie Vanilli keeps coming to mind for me like I don't think they would have a shot at all absolutely not because it's like it's, it's so much of a gimmick I think that the jig would have been up like in this new age very like it, I just don't think they would have been able which, to write Which gets me did. to my authenticity thing. You know? Yeah. It's because um, it's, it's, as soon as people found out they weren't authentic, uh, you know, the machine couldn't help them anymore. <laughs> it was no way physically possible. I like, couldn't. Like what happened at, at what, Ashley Simpson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got up on stage somewhere and did some garbage performance and lip-synced the whole thing. Yeah. But was also just obviously not... 
good. Mm. But she got famous because everybody knew her sister, and that was everybody, about it. Yeah, but there right, wasn't right. a ton of social media. Because her sister, either. right? Because her sister could sing. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, "Oh, well, you're a Simpson. You're cute. Yeah, sing something. We'll squeeze a little money out of you." There you go. Yeah. I think the veil is just so easily lifted nowadays. Like, I mean, because celebrities are just under a microscope. I mean, TMZ's working 24 hours to catch somebody coming out of the airport bathroom. So. Mm-hmm. You don't really have enough time to hide. It seems like there's no, um, like, fixers anymore in the industry. You know, something bad happens, like, hey, we got 48 hours to clean this up before it hits the media. Nowadays, it's just like... Yeah, uh, like somebody's almost, out there with a camera phone. Yeah. Once it's online, it's online. It's online, yeah. and it's like, hey, that guy is a, is a fraud, or he's just not that good. And then it's just... Yeah, you don't have fixers anymore. You have firemen. <laughs> like yeah. that's all you're doing is putting out fires. You're not actually fires. fixing anything. Yeah. But then there's the other side of it as well, where you have somebody like Chris Brown, who mm-hmm. literally beats a woman half to death and still yeah. is wildly famous. Yeah. So which, it's also which, people are very fickle. Exactly. Depending on who they are. Yeah. Uh, which exactly. which audiences are we, are yeah. we talking about? Yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. I think Chris Brown's a great example because at the end of the day, you can you physically can see the picture of Rihanna looking fucked up. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, six, six, nine months, you know, it was quiet for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all it really took was to put out another really good record. <laughs> and it was over. That's it, man. I mean, he's had his issues because... You know, no matter how many years have gone on, people won't let it die. And I think that's exacerbated his issues. But, you know, the fact that, which says to me, Chris Brown would be famous regardless. Because people just like his stuff. And they don't care what he does otherwise. And and they just obviously don't care what he does otherwise. You know, which sounds crazy, you know. To me, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. That, it is how it is. I mean, look, you know, we, a couple a uh, couple podcasts ago, we were talking about, uh, you know, R. Kelly and them getting pulled off of the Spotify playlists. And That's right. It, yeah. Look, it, that was 20 years ago he peed on that girl. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knew it. And no. everybody still went and bought R. Kelly records. They still went to his concerts. He's still he he put out the whole trapped in the closet thing after the whole pizza thing came out. Yep. So it's just you know some some people talent will will trump. Absolutely. Some people, but I don't know if if enough people have enough talent to trump their bad behavior. Well, I guess look at the case of Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I mean, he's an immensely talented actor. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, w- but one, one allegation. Yeah, one. Yep. Career over. Over. Done. I would, I would argue that I think that Kevin Spacey has, you know, a much bigger career than Chris Brown. Oh yeah. By far. By far. But maybe that's part of the whole. People like to see, you know, yeah. the top get knocked down. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't condone his behavior. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, do. Would, I would, I would argue that maybe. I would argue what Chris Brown did to Rihanna was 
worse off than what, what he did. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think they're on equal footing only because uh, what he did was with a minor. Yeah, and so, but I I agree that um, I agree that even though we haven't necessarily come up with any hard names of. Uh, you know, people who maybe just wouldn't have made it um, in today's era. I think it actually brings us directly to the kind of underpin of what my topic is really about. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend, and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 